0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the I'm Getting There podcast. It's your host, Michael Booth, and it is the 50th episode today. Uh, I'm pretty stoked on that. I have multiple guests back on the show today, both returning guests, uh, my friends Gabriel Alvizo and Paul Suniga. I had them both back on the show. I actually went to Paul's house to record this, uh, so we were in person, which was really cool. Uh, And it was really fun to catch up with these guys. Uh, I I enjoy talking to them a lot. actually hung we actually hung out a little bit after we recorded and ended up talking for about almost the same amount of time as as we actually recorded so it was just a a good ass day in general so i'm stoked to share this make sure you go follow them on instagram uh gabriel is at tiger theory on instagram and uh paul is at paul suniga on instagram so go check them out uh also uh, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow the podcast on Instagram at I'm Getting their Pod. And you can subscribe anywhere that you get your podcasts. Uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review for the show as well as uh, give it some stars. Uh, hopefully it's five stars. And if you want to support the show, you can donate to the tip jar. Link is in the description for that. And to become a recurring member of the tip jar donations means that you get access to private episodes. I'll be posting po- solo episodes on Pinecast. Uh, for for that, you just sign up, become a recurring member, and then uh, they'll be sent to you in your email address, uh, or you can sign into Pinecast uh, via the website to have access to that stuff. So go check that out, and uh, thank you so much. Enjoy this episode with Paul and Gabriel. was a good that was was a good clap i almost want to leave that in (laughs) (laughs) we're going we're we're live dude Uh, that yerba mate the yerba mate i thought
1: i I thought yerba mates and kombucha were like the the same thing when when they first come out when they're doing hold it
0: just a little closer yeah yeah all right cool yeah i could turn you up a little bit too that should be good okay yeah, that sounds better. cool cool. how you guys doing man? I'm doing good.
1: I'm doing really, really good.
0: I like your place dude.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it yeah we uh, we moved into the spot maybe uh, I want to say like a little under a year ago.
0: Oh really yeah yeah Dang. it's
1: been it's like my third year living here in Santa Cruz and' I'm like thus far moved every single year um, I, lo- I was living downtown when I first moved in. And then I lived in Capitola for a year, and um, I'm living here in this nice, this nice house. It's 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 awesome because it's like um, just a little bit more well kept. Like it's hard to find a spot in Santa Cruz that's like a a a bigger space. Um, that's not like a Victorian, and like everything like in the Vic- yeah, like everything in the Victorians like kind of falling apart or like being was like painted over. Or like, oh, okay, yeah. Or you'll like live with like. 12 roommates or something like gotcha, that
0: yeah 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 i grew up in a house that was built in 1912 so there was like some jesus old, like we put all took the wall apart to like remodel we like found a bunch of old stuff in the walls and it was kind of crazy yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah. Just, just to see the wood that was used you're like whoa yeah this is some old ash like i can surprise it's still standing even
1: when i when i first moved to santa cruz i literally lived i don't know what the room was used for it was a little bit bigger than um uh, a walk-in closet just okay. like a tiny bit bigger and like it could fit my bed and my tv and i paid 600 dollars a month for that that tiny room Jeez, dude. which which was okay because like my i used the whole entire house the whole entire house was like we had like a living room and a uh, dining room and wait that backyard.
0: was a, that was a spot we did the
1: yeah comedy yeah. show at, yeah right? that's the spot we did the comedy show at for which sure Which
0: is, i mean that was that was also that week. That same week, we went to. I got like a a timeline thing on. I think Facebook or something, mm-hmm. or I think it was Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was like us sitting outside, like, and then everybody setting up for that show at Paul's house. Oh yeah, yeah, for that show. Yeah, that was, it was a like, fun show.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was cool because we were all like sitting out on the porch, and then you saw how many people were in there, and I like forgot that it was like, just like that whole room was packed. Oh, yeah. oh man, that was like
1: the most punk rock comedy show that oh, i uh, that i've <laughs> ever been to it was it was so cool in a way where um like being it it. i don't know when it's gonna be able to happen again but just kind of being uh as my roommates would say nuts to butts with like ev- everybody that was performing in the show and also just the spectators yeah you know? uh-huh. um we had to cram a bunch of people
2: in that That tiny space. Yeah, there's people outside in the front porch. This would be a good place. Like, imagine it right here, and like people upstairs, like watching and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Just
1: kind of like, Mm -hmm. Uh that's like the the space where people get to perform. That'd be kind of
2: cool. I mean, I think it's gonna happen. You know, people are getting vaccinated, cases are going down, things are reopening. Like, you know, sooner than. That's. Oh my god, I. um,
1: I I just talked to my girlfriend about that. That's only if we. I don't. I really don't know. I don't know too much of the insight on, like to actually have a stance on it, but I'm worried that just because summer is is around the corner and like it it i I heard that the the virus doesn't do so well like with in the vitamin D in the heat, yeah, yeah, so it might it might go down just because the heat's coming in, but then like what happens during the winter, you know, and like things are all fucked again. It's cold. Yeah, well,
2: I mean, I mean, it's like the flu. There's like, there's gonna be flu season where yeah. cases of the flu spike up in the winter, mm-hmm. and I think that this is eventually gonna turn into like you know like the flu. Like every, mm. you know, uh, every year there's gonna be a spike in cases and whatnot, and then mm-hmm. there's another version of of uh, COVID uh, that they found. I think predominantly yeah, in the in UK in LA. in LA. I heard in the UK. That I heard like, they
0: found somebody in the UK too. It's like another strain in the UK. Yeah, and
2: it's not a, the vax, uh, the vaccine doesn't like protect you against it. Of but course. like that's what the flu does. The flu yep. always changes. So like, mm-hmm. and I mean, I, I don't know enough. I'm a fucking idiot. But, um, I mean, <laughs> I am. I don't. I'm not. Yeah. Fucking, well like, you got you got vaccinated a recently. Yeah. Of a human being.
1: Right? Like you got vaccinated and your girlfriend got vaccinated. She's right? getting vaccinated today oh, and dang. I'm getting
2: vaccinated next week. Mm-hmm. Hell um. yeah.
1: which makes me happy cuz my both my well my mom got vaccinated. Nice. Oh, sick. Yeah, that, yeah, I think
0: my mom did too. She works in an old folks home so she Yeah,
1: exactly. My 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 mom works at the um she works in a hospitality at a hotel okay. so. Nice.
2: Yeah. I, my dad, he's like the most Unfunny person that makes you laugh. Do you ever, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I could say the same. Like, you. Dad, are you gonna get? Go- <laughs> I, I could say the same about you. about you. I was just joking. And like, uh and like, <laughs> oh man, bro, uh, like, <laughs> no, you really that really got you, bro. I, you I got set up for that. Oh man, <laughs>
0: that really got you.
2: Bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm, on, a, bro. I'm, a I'm a sensitive <laughs> person. I'm not even gonna. Tell, so I'm buddy. not even gonna tell this You're good funny. ass story. You're hanging with us. You don't. No, nah, dude, to this you. is a good ass story, and like, and now I just feel like it's not no! gonna be as good.
1: Come <laughs> on, <laughs> tell it, tell it. Come nah. On.
2: Oh.
0: You I'm can sorry, tell it, bro. Babe.
2: Nah, I, you know, fuck you what? guys. Uh, <laughs> this, is a, this is a comfortable space. right uh, now. I feel like
0: we're all we're chilling, we're hanging. <laughs>
2: <laughs> sorry, too too early, for the zigger. No, I'm sensitive, man. No, I'm, I'm sensitive. Sorry, damn, dude. I'm sorry. I know. Can't let it get you like that, bro. Dude, you know what sucks, though? I feel so, like, I feel so unfunny lately. Like, you know, just not being around people and, like, not being able to, like, perform. I'm, like, like, I think, like, being a comic is, like, maybe I'm, like, I do, I go back and forth on, like, what I think about myself. I do think that I am funny. Yeah. Like, for sure. I think that there's, like, I think I'm more silly than than maybe funny. I don't know. There's, like, a slight difference there. But I think what I do know how to do is I know how to put things together to be funny. Like, sometimes, like, I know people that are, like, good comics, but they're not funny people outside of, like, stand-up. But they really get how to, like,
0: be... F- they know the formula. They too. know the f-
2: formula and how to put it together. Yeah. And I don't know, like... Because of, like, you know, COVID and not doing stand-up and, and whatnot, I'm like, what am I? Like, was I just, like, did I just know how to, like, write a joke or, like, tell a story in a funny way? Or am I funny? And, like, it's fucked me up. So, like, Paul just brought back a bunch of, like, insecu- <laughs> insecurities in me. Wait, but isn't yeah. that the... And I just, like, I mean, that's what I get for talking shit about my dad. Just now. <laughs> well,
3: isn't, isn't that
1: the R form, though? Isn't that the R form is to, like understand how to write a joke and what works or what not works isn't it
2: yeah but i'd rather be like an inherently funny person than a good stand-up
1: but in like but can you explain that a little bit more like what do you mean like inherently funny person is like
2: like you're not you're just being you without like calculating like it's not calculated you know like like
0: well i mean that's just saying like uh, i mean that's just like you can't just that's like wishing for it's like i just want to be eddie van halen dude i don't want to like study and learn dude i just want to fucking be the awesome
1: well there's there's people with natural talent right there's people that natural talent that just get it right off the bat but also to be to have that natural talent means to kind of you know um develop your skill set if you it's it's actually it's actually acknowledging that you have that talent and then all utilizing that talent and and um honing in on your skill set you know and then there are some people that are that have to work super super hard and tirelessly on that that sort of platform, and and then like they have to work harder than a, a lot of other people. And some people just have it, you know. That's that's the case with any platform. Yeah, I don't mind I working
2: think, hard, but I, yeah, I,
1: I feel don't like know.
0: you are inherently funny person. I think um, you're inherently funny
1: person. Yeah, yeah,
0: I mean, you, you like yeah, you do. You get like excited and do like you're very.
1: How do you call that? Uh, I don't know if animated would be the right word, but your your energy and your personality... It's outward. ...are big, are big ones, mm. for sure. Yeah, that's yeah a- like,
0: people, like, when we were going to... When you first started going to, like, the mics in Santa Cruz with me, I'm not, like, a social outward person mm-hmm. like you are.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm much more inward, and until you get... Until you initiate it, you know? Uh, and you just go, and you're, like you start talking to people, you make friends all of a sudden and you actually introduced me to a lot of people in Santa Cruz. Like I don't think I would have been to get to know as many people in comedy at the beginning if it wasn't for you coming with me and kind of being like, "Hey, this is Michael. He came with me." Like I wouldn't have gone and been like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Gabe or I'm Michael." I would have just been like I'm over here. I'm going to wait for my set. I'm going to chill. Yeah. You know. Like I'm, am much more kind of like reserved in that aspect. So
2: I wonder if that's like sometimes I wonder like where that's coming from in me. Am I like naturally like a social butterfly, or like uh, an extrovert who like? I think you. Just or like am it. I like insecure and like I need attention? Like I, I feel like sometimes I come off as somebody that is just like, like begging for attention.
0: I don't know if it's attention more a validation. Yeah, I mean, because you're like, you like, you're definitely, there's been times where you're like trying to confirm something with me about yourself, mm. and you just need me to be like, yeah, dude. And then you're good. That's all you need from somebody is to be like, hey, man, like, is this, is this what I'm doing? And you're like, yeah. You're like, okay, cool. Like, you have to, God, you that's have to have that outside confirmation. No,
1: I, <laughs> but I also like wonder, like, I feel like that is the case with like so a lot people. of people that are yeah. eccentric yeah. in their personalities. Mm. The biggest like, Like the biggest voices in the room, the biggest energies in the room, they're, they are, they are looking for some sort of validation and attention, and like, I don't know. I find myself, like, I have a I have a weird thing with anxiety where it's like I walk into a room, and then I immediately like think, everybody's eyes are judging me, Mm -hmm. and like I can feel people's eyes on me, and it's an insecurity thing, but also maybe in reality nobody's looking at me and i'm making up in my head and what kind of like Mm -hmm. how how big of an ego do i have to have to think that everybody's like looking at me maybe everything's fine you know and like i i struggle like i feel like to have anxieties like that it it means that you have some sort of um have some sort of image of yourself some self-righteous image of yourself that like people are paying attention to you constantly you know so i'm not really like it's kind of a vicious cycle like i'm I'm trying to figure yeah. out what which which is which what is what
0: that makes sense i was actually listening to uh jordan peterson talk about this is a similar it's a it's a similar thing it, it, he, they were talking about kind of religion in this aspect but i feel like it applies here because it's just like the our narrative in our head and then the reality of like what you're talking about of what's real versus like the anxiety like those two things coexist but they're they're different but they're also very similar and like you're at you're at the position of where they meet right mm-hmm. so like mm-hmm. where in your mind what you perceive reality to be and then where you're actually existing in the reality like those are constantly meeting and you have to decide which one is which
1: yeah you know what I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah, when I yeah, say that
0: yeah. like you have to like constantly go okay am I overreacting am I is my narrative not matching am I not aligned mm-hmm. or am I aligned right now Yeah, hmm. like yeah. that. do like that shit was, uh, it's a fuck. like, it's, like, most recent episode. It was really good. You, know, was,
1: you know what I have a big problem with, with, like, uh, this has been a constant thing in my life, is when I host social events and i have people coming into my space mm-hmm. i have an anxiety i never enjoy like the parties that i'm hosting because i'm too worried if everybody every single individual is having a good time or not every single party that i've ever thrown especially the big ones like back when i was living with cody at three uh, at the laurel house we would throw huge parties but i would go like i would never just able to sit in one space and then talk to an individual i'd have to sit talk to an individual go around sit talk to an individual and make sure everybody's having a good time interesting and then it's like if i i felt like if i just lightened up and just like enjoyed myself then i wouldn't have to worry about other people enjoying themselves either yeah and then it just becomes like even with my like my my uh i had like a birthday barbecue and i was too worried that like there was very few people there it's it was sort of like it was it was intimate? just it was yeah it was very intimate but i was too worried if if everybody was enjoying themselves rather if i was enjoying myself or not hmm. you know? and then it actually killed my whole entire mood hmm. it it killed my actually yeah it killed do my whole do you think you're day.
0: doing that for like you're worried about the success of the event like more so than just like yeah you're just i guess yeah more more so worried about that than just enjoying the event itself it's like i i kind of feel like that vibe when i was doing the salinas the comedy show in the basement i would be like and i would have to perform too yeah and then i would be kind of doing that and then like i realized i was up next and i'd be like i would have to like basically get my vibe to be a vibe that's like um like, enjoyable, because I I was kind of stressed out, like, a lot, you know? I
1: think uh, uh, to be a host and to kind of, like, try to capture um, an environment where people are enjoying themselves, like, everybody can be cohesive in one space. I think that puts a lot of pressure on a singular person, if that's the way that they're thinking. Um, And also, you want people to talk well about, their experience that they had that you you provided for them yeah. and you want them to come back you know and that's something i've been i've been throwing events like ever since i like was able to have like the thought to organize them i, I was uh-huh. but it's always been like a really high pressure situation not for anyone else but for me you know yeah and i think that's that's also in an insecurity thing for sure and as um, it's something that I'm trying to learn how to deal with I'm not really sure how to do it yet
0: Inter- yeah. that's so interesting to think about because you're like you know like when you play music you're also the, the front guy right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you're like kind of like controlling the vibe of that environment too well like and so and then you like like with, with cooking as well like it seems like it seems like that's like your path to like like purpose kind of is like pleasing like that's where you've like it's, gone. it's
1: it's not i don't really it's not my my necessarily my path because i don't really know what my own path is yeah yet. Um, i i definitely say that that's a big aspect of my personality is to try to make sure everybody's comforted in my in my space mm-hmm. um, that's I, I don't know if it has to do with like they always say the this about like filipino people and like mexican people you ever go to like a filipino party or mexican party is like is there gonna be a shortage of food? Never. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People There'll be we, a shortage of space in my body for yeah, food. Exactly. <laughs> There'll everybody's aunt, uncles, grandpa, like the fucking neighbors, kids yeah. next door, blah blah blah. They'll all be at the space and there will be more food there. Then anybody can handle They'll this give stuff. you food to take with you,
0: mm-hmm. honestly. Like, mm-hmm. you have tomorrow's, like, dinner or and lunch, and, yeah. you're <laughs> and it's hella good. Mm. <laughs> A lot and of I-
2: cultures are like that. Italians are like that, too. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? I feel like... Uh, what else is like that? I mean... I've only really ever been around Filipinos and Mexicans, (laughs) so I guess I can't say. Well, and, you know, maybe
1: I make that statement about Filipinos and Mexicans because that's who I'm surrounded by in the Bay Area, too, you know? And it's it's the same thing as Vietnamese people. I I
2: say that about Italians because I I think about, like, those, like, fucking, the movie Goodfellas Mm -hmm. and how they talk about food a lot and, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, every time you see, like, a a movie that's, like, an, uh, an Italian, it's always about food like even if that's not what the movie like goodfellas is about like hitmen and shit but -hmm. there's a big emphasis on like food and family and like you know sitting at the table and Mm -hmm. and uh it's the same thing like yeah with like mexicans i'm trying to think like what else i mean where that's like you show up to a party and you're leaving well, with like well, extra food or like i guess i say i don't know i don't know what other culture i'm not like very know. cultured <laughs> i mean i know white people never have enough food i was gonna say like like i'll, I'll go to like like, they'll have like potato I'll, salad yeah, i'll go to or like white friends, white friends like family oh, yeah. no dude seriously go ahead
3: dude. come on
0: guys just
2: keep <laughs> <laughs>
3: I mean, like <laughs>
0: you guys are so correct just keep going <laughs> no no
2: dude i think that that's
0: your your fire though seriously oh. se-
2: seriously dude what'd you say oh my potato salad is fire no it's not oh i i fuck with potato salad but uh, like seriously i think like beer runs Came from white people because they never had enough beer. Like yeah, over, yeah. they underestimate, yeah. like how many, like or like or stuff like that. Like every time we there's no white trust. Beer, there's like, no
0: trust amongst white people to bring things that we make ourselves. There's
2: zero <laughs> trust. Zero
0: trust. Oh, like, you <laughs> have I, to bring okay. store-bought shit.
1: <laughs> when I was in high school, I was dating. Yeah, uh, you guys
2: love Costco. How's their? No, the
0: to- they prepare it for you. The sandwich platters <laughs> and the fucking chips. That's basically oh, what we ate. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. like a salad. The pre-made macaroni salad or the potato salad. I can't. Im-
2: I can't imagine Japanese culture being like. There's always more than enough food. I think Japanese people are so like meticulous that there's exactly the right amount of food. Yeah. You know?
1: And you. I don't know how that ties into with just like a Western culture having an excess of like that kind of like like throwaway like mm-hmm. f- a food culture. You know, like we will provide more than uh. Enough, I think, and I can't, I I really don't know too much about Japanese culture like that, but they do, There, nothing goes to, like, nothing, It's everything is very exact, for sure.
2: Yeah, my sister was in Japan um, years ago, and she was saying that, like, she was staying with this family, and she would finish her food, and she finished everything on the plate, and they would serve her again. And, like, so she finished the second plate, and then everything, you know? Because we were taught finish everything on your plate like mm-hmm. my grand, yeah. my grandma wouldn't let us leave the table unless everything was you know gone mm-hmm. so that's just how we grew up so she would finish and then they would serve her again and then someone was like if you finish everything they're gonna think that you want more Mm-hmm. so that's f- that's funny yeah yeah yeah
1: I, go, it, I um i actually just read the i just finished um the anthony bourdain book um what was it called
2: uh it was
1: like it, it's one of his most famous works. Beers, it's,
2: pizza, and rock and roll. Oh, I feel like no, that no, would no. be like like a title for one of his books. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> <laughs> bro, that isn't like. I thought you were being me. serious. <laughs> no, 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 that no, no, <laughs> is like a, it sounds like Guy Fieri's yeah. book.
1: it's
0: like yeah,
2: I'm
1: thinking frosted tips for sure. Beers, yeah. pizza, and rock and roll. Yeah, and like yeah. no, but he he, he was um opening up a restaurant in, in Japan and you went to like a, a sushi spot and that's exactly what you were describing is that there were he felt like he was unexpected to to like a lot of the like the raw the the raw fish and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so he would finish his plate and everything like he went to his spot, he sat down in front of this sushi chef and it was a very intimate space and he, he basically would eat the food and then the sushi chef would put out more exotic fish right in front of them and it was almost like a challenge mm. to 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 eat it because they were like being tested he was thinking like oh these these two white folk from america they don't know what the, they won't like this they won't they won't try this so it was more like a challenge keep it giving them more, yeah, more. more
0: and more more. yeah
2: mexicans will do that when like their kids want like spicy food and they mm. tell them, no it's too spicy and then they eat it and it's not too spicy for them And, like, I think, like, older people, like, you know, like, will have, like, an ego. They're, like, that they were wrong. So they make the food spicier. And then they make it spicier until, dude, one time. Okay, so one time I went to a taco truck with my dad. And he was, like, I I wanted a chili. He was, like, you can't eat it, you know. Mm -hmm. And I ate it. And it was, like, a small piece of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, he was, like. Dude, my dad's fucked up. He was like, "I'll give you fifty bucks if you eat this whole jalapeno." Jesus, fucking seeds, everything. I ate the whole thing, immediately threw up everywhere. Wow. Yeah, but you still ate it though. Oh yeah, I still ate yeah. it. Like you a gave, did he give you the fifty bucks? Oh yeah, for sure. Dude, Jesus. I went to Mexico with my dad. He wouldn't have. That would have been pretty fucked. Dude, <laughs> I was just <laughs> thinking about that,
0: like, to, do you throw up and then like no fifty bucks? Dude, Fuck.
2: I went to Mexico with my dad. I had twenty one. Uh, tacos. I was like, like in the sitting? dude, like l- Oh yeah, dude. That's
0: a lot, dude.
2: Dude, twenty-one tacos. Un- ten is like a lot. And they Jesus were like all like taco de lengua, like tongue. I
0: wouldn't be able to do. <sighs> were they small oh, or were they, de oh, de oh, regular size? they tacos tinier though, like, than
2: like tacos here, but still like fuck. That's still a lot yeah. though. Dude. That was a lot. Yeah, I eat like I eat like six, and I'm like. It's oh, funny. Dude, I could handle. I could handle like ten tacos here, like. Mm.
1: I could do I don't know, I'm like a sixer guy. It's a funny story about uh tacos the lingua It's like my dad, he he's That's he's my, favorite. A, my 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 stepdad, he's he's a white dude, but he would take me to he's from the Bay Area. He took me to some of my first taquerias and like my he would also make me these he would call them gringo tacos, but it would be um it would be ground beef and then it would have like the yeah. taco bell seasoning and stuff. And it was almost like tapas were You could pick, like, the pico de gallo, sour cream, blah, 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 and, like, put him on your tacos, and that's what he would, like, when he made tacos, that's what he was calling tacos, but he took me to my first taqueria, and (laughs) I, like, couldn't believe, like, what the fuck was, like, it was so good, it was actually a life-changing experience, Um, I just couldn't believe that, like, I was missing out on the real deal, and then, as I got older, I went, I kept going to tacos with him. He gave me he he gave me tacos in Lengua, but it, he was like, "Yo, just try this, you know." And it like it looked like like it looked like stewed meat to me, and I was yeah, like, "Yeah, oh, like stew meat." Yeah. yeah, so I I ate it and I loved it. I loved it. So and good. I, yeah, and I came I, I came back for two more tacos, and then he was all like, "You know, you just ate tongue, right?" And I couldn't believe it. Like it did, but it didn't freak me out. Like it. It, it made me think about it, um, but, like, the fact that I liked it, I was like, okay, I like tongue.
2: Dude, but- I, I used to eat uh, taco de lengua, like, because at first I liked it. It was the same thing. My stepdad actually... Uh- was like, hey, try this, and I loved it. And he was like, it's tongue. And I think because I knew that it was tongue, I was like, yeah, I'm a fucking weirdo. I'm gonna keep on eating okay. tongue. And like, I would just order it just to impress people. Like, I thought that it was like impressive. That's a
1: very, see, that's a very Anthony Bourdain thing too. That's like, that's what he talks about in his early uh, um, instances with food. He's like, oh, escargot. Like, I'll fucking scarf that down mm. just to challenge yeah. his parents. You know, interesting. Yeah. The way
0: you described. The way my family makes tacos is just so funny. You're like, it's like top, and you have, like, you put, like, it's, like, ground beef. You're like, and then I went and got a real thing. I'm just thinking, like, man, I didn't get the real thing till I was, like, I was just, like, It's a a big life changer because
1: (laughs) even in high school, too, like, I've, like, taquerias weren't, like, super, super crazy, like, prevalent. Like, you, I mean, there's taco spots everywhere now, but... Mm -hmm. There was like three taqueria or four taqueria spots that I knew of uh, going into high school, and I was like, "Yo, we gotta go to the spot." I would tell my friends like, "We, yo, we gotta go to the spot," and um, I would always feel like the cool, the cool kid for like trying to be like, "Oh yeah, we gotta go to the taqueria," you know. Mm-hmm. It was it was like a very when I started buying my own food and started like going out to places with my friends, like the the early stages of that, yeah, my my main spot would be this this spot called El Paisa, and it was like, it was like, uh, taco. It was the it was a taco truck, and they had a trompo where they cut they hacked off the. Oh yeah yeah yeah, where yeah. it's like rotating and shit. Yeah yeah, where yeah. it's rotating. And they uh, they cut off all the pastor, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I just remember thinking like, yo, this is like the real fucking deal. Yeah you know? yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, there was like one spot back in Washington, uh, in the college town I went to. It was like the taco bus, like everybody went there, and it was like the only thing that was close to what I've experienced down here. Oh, yeah, I forget and even like Washington. even down even like that was still different than like what's down here, and what's down here is just like it's so much better. Like I yes, the other day I got into this weird argument with somebody about how we how you mix your chipotle bowl and I just like blasted out like I just wanted to know how you mix like a bowl of food pretty much uh-huh <laughs> I got annihilated by people just why the fuck are you eating chipotle dude like I eat real uh, tacos that was everybody's response yo, it's <laughs> and I cra- was just like did I know I get it I'm just trying to figure out like this yo, thing yo, <laughs> yo, it's <laughs> crazy
1: I, I um I started seeing uh chipotle taco trucks and like it no was like way. yeah it's the meme was like oh the chipotle taco trucks are the last and final boss of gentrification <laughs> It's, like, if you see a Chipotle taco truck, bro, like, that's so weird. That's just a weird concept to me. Yeah, that's fucked up.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It is weird. It's, like...
2: Dude, taco trucks were such a big part of my life when I was a kid. Like, like that was just something that was, like, a fucking Monday night for us, you know? Like, especially, Mm -hmm. like, when my stepdad, like, came into my life, like... He loved going to the taco truck and just, like, eating in front of the taco truck, standing up, like, and then, like, if you want more, you order more, and, like...
1: It's such a cultural fucking just, like... Oh, and then we would go
2: to the east side for it, too, like, which is, like, I grew up right on the cusp of, like, the east side versus the south side, and so, like, going into the east side felt like a treat because we were going into where there's, like, predominantly, like, Mexican people, yeah, and so it just felt like it felt like the other side of like Salinas and like, you know, we were like, yeah, dude, like, like the East side was like, like a little Disneyland for us, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was dope. It was, it was such a big part of my life. And, and, uh, I I don't know, man, like it it was, it was just that whole like vibe is just fucking awesome. And like grown men like sharing like food together and like people are chopping it up. Everyone's always happy. Um,
1: did it make you feel more connected to your neighborhood or the, like the street? Oh, yeah. that's mean, what it did for me, like, oh, like, to be honest. Dude,
2: taco trucks is like – and like taquerias are like something that I definitely think of when I think of Salinas. Like mm-hmm. I think of like that's like – that's what makes like Salinas Salinas and like the east side like what it is or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a funny story about uh this guy that worked at a taco truck. So we used to go to um, – this taco truck that was parked in front of this, uh, carpet place on the East side. It was my dad's favorite, uh, it was my dad's favorite spot and he was a regular there, you know? Okay. And, uh, my dad was a, my dad was a tattooer and, uh, he goes to this spot and the guy that's helping him is this like young guy. Yeah. And, uh, they start having a conversation in Spanish or whatever. And the guy was like, Hey, where you get all your tattoos? And he was like, Oh, I work at this, uh, studio yeah and he was like oh that's awesome he goes i've been wanting to get a tattoo can you tattoo me and my dad was like yeah i have he was like i'll hook you up you know um i you know i've been coming here for years blah 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 and he's like i have a private studio as well which is we had a studio in the back of our house so he gives him his card or whatever and he hooks and he tells him to make an appointment so a few days later the guy <laughs> <laughs> the guy comes into my dad's studio and he's like, Hey, what do you, he's like, what do you want to get uh, tattooed? And he goes, uh, he goes, I want a teardrop tattooed underneath my eye. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And my dad goes, Hey, I'm sorry, man. Like no disrespect, but I don't do anything that's gang related. Oh, okay. And the guy goes gang related. What do you mean? And he goes, my dad, you know, yeah. he doesn't, he's like, you know, I, like come on man like i, I know like yeah. like look look at me you know like, yeah. like yeah. you know and then he was like and the guy was like like no really like i don't know what you're talking about and he <laughs> realized that he didn't know that a teardrop means that you've killed somebody
3: yeah uh-huh. so he
2: so he tells him he goes man a teardrop is gang related if you've murdered someone, you get a teardrop tattooed mm, and he goes, wow. Whoa, I didn't know that.
0: Mm-hmm. Good thing you found that out yeah, right now. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the, the, yeah,
2: exactly. You know, and he goes, Whoa, I didn't know that. And so my dad goes, well, what did you want it for then? And he goes, I wanted it. Cause I'm always sad. <laughs> yeah. Yo. And he was dead. Yo ass serious dude <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm hella sad boy. he was <laughs> like yeah, yeah he was like cause I'm always sad and my dad was like oh shit like maybe I should tattoo a teardrop him. Like, no, no, no. Bro, no. He was like, so, I, so the story continues. So anyway, oh he ends God. up saying like, well, let's get something else. I didn't know what that means. And he goes, how about a snake on my neck? And my dad goes, well, that's a jump. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, yeah. This guy was always it's sad. So now let me get a snake on my neck. So my dad was like, I'll tattoo a fucking snake on your neck, bro. And he goes, here, I have some books of snakes yeah. Like, yeah. that he's drawn, like, you know. And he goes, those are snakes that I've drawn. And then here's like a actual like book of snakes. And if you pick one, I could redraw it, you mm-hmm. know? So he's looking through all these books of snakes and he goes, I want this one. <laughs> and my dad goes, that's not a snake, dude. <laughs> and he goes, what do you mean? And he goes, that's a gecko. <laughs> 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 De- Bro, gecko?
0: you guys are kidding yeah. me, Yeah,
2: And he goes, I yeah. want that. And my stepdad was like, on your neck? And he was like, yeah. And he goes, like he already told him he's not gonna tattoo the teardrop, uh-huh. and now he's like, "You're not getting a snake." So my dad tattooed a fucking gecko on this guy's neck, dude.
3: Dude, that that's is. Awesome.
0: And then we I got free tacos forever. That's
2: awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's high. Yeah. yeah.
0: I would have. I would have just kept my mouth shut and done the little little tiny teardrop for some free tacos. yeah I would <laughs> have put in all there. <laughs> But
1: he was just like, the time. <laughs> at, that, at some point you're trying to save that guy right yeah, 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 like, yeah. that guy just had
2: no idea he was just this, like, he just one of the he was just man. this like bicep from Mexico that came in like
1: which which was really interesting like cuz right now like <laughs> i see a lot of people with like prison s tattoos like a, a, something that's really really pop, popular right now mm-hmm. is getting the the cobweb
0: the, the web on your elbow on your elbow mm-hmm. and, and, and like
1: that just sig- it signifies that you've done time before right? okay and i just see a lot of people that that are getting it more as like a trendy tattoo oh yeah for sure but but then it's like like, i was i was talking to my girlfriend about it i was like you know i i see a lot of people appropriating these prison tattoos and she's all like well the whole art form is kind of appropriation and i'm like i i i I wanted to know what she meant by that like I think it's I think it's culturally culturally like just like you know, like for old Japanese people or like old old Filipino like tribal people like they would do it with the individual pricks and everything. More like like sticking books. Yeah, yeah. It was more like a tribal thing for for the for like exact tribe or whatever. Okay. But I just think it's I think it's having those types of tattoos are becoming more con- uh, more common and more trendy. For sure. I mean,
2: yeah. I think uh, I don't know about appropriating or what, and I don't know too much about the history or evolution of tattooing and and what each culture, what it means or or how it originated. I I really don't know too much, even though like, you know, I have a lot of friends that are tattooers and stuff. Uh, I'm ignorant to a lot of the evolution, but I do know that it's just it's just evolved and tradition changes and people start to be more comfortable around it and yes. feel more comfortable to get stuff. And This and be- makes
0: me think of, like, the whole trend of, like, wearing, like, metal band
1: T-shirts. Oh, yeah, as like, like a, celebrities wearing, like... Yeah, it's, like, a like,
0: fashion thing. Like, you'll see people like rocking, met- like, old Metallica and Iron Maiden and uh, even, like, Black Flag gets used and, like, Nirvana gets used for that kind of... Like, all this, I mean, I think it's a, it's a similar, like the meaning is no longer understood amongst everyone or mm-hmm. the definition. Mm-hmm. And so there's like this thing now that's kind of ambiguous, right? To people, to the younger people. So mm-hmm. then they define it for themselves. Mm-hmm. That's what seems like's happening. Yeah. It's just like a, a definition of something that is like historical. Well, I don't know what to use for like a historical term to kind of uh, compare this to, but it's yeah, it's just, like, redefinition, I think, right? Yeah, things
2: lose meaning, and meaning changes. Meaning and I think redefined. that sometimes it's okay, and sometimes it just fucking sucks. It's a little different from the tattoo versus, like, t-shirt thing, but I understand the comparison. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, because I think tattooing has, like, a lot more, not a lot more, you know, because music is very important, but it's, it is – it is it has – Cultural relevance, you know, and uh uh, and you have to you have to earn certain uh, tattoos, you know. Yeah, Yeah, Um, exactly. And and whatnot but it, it changes like it's it's changed there's a lot of people like especially like these young people that have like tattoos that are like soundcloud rappers and stuff yeah, yeah. i don't mm-hmm. think the teardrop thing is like any like like face tattoos face tattoos yes. for t- sure yeah like yeah. that that's super trendy right now and way more acceptable but i i don't see the teardrop thing becoming a trend like yeah. I, I i think that people are gonna like mm-hmm. res- respect like i don't know if that's the, the right word or- but like mm-hmm. understand that like that is some that is like a no no like yeah. you know the yeah. spider web thing is like those are like things that are just not like every like pretty much everyone knows what a teardrop tattoo means right yeah yeah like, uh, except for that I guy mean, that except guy. for that guy <laughs> but that guy wasn't <laughs> that guy, that guy wasn't from here like you know that guy was straight from Mexico yeah. like you know like i don't think that that's like a thing in literal mexico i think that's a thing with like Mexican gangs mm-hmm. here, but like, mm-hmm. um it's not like universal. I mean, like you grew up in like a rural area. If you saw like a homeboy with a teardrop tattooed on his eye, you know that he killed someone, right? Like,
0: yeah, I think I learned that from a friend, probably at some point. Yeah, I would know. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. My
1: <laughs> my mom was telling me that if I ever decide to well to if kill I, someone, yeah, you <laughs> better get a fucking teardrop. Yeah.
0: Let me get the teardrop. I want to know.
1: <laughs> know. No, she was telling. She was telling me that if I ever decide to go back to the Philippines, that I would be labeled as like a gang member just on the accordance with the way that I look. Oh, for know? sure. But I'm not, and, and and it's and she's. I was like, "What do you mean by that?" She's like, "Well, you're. It's mostly the tattoos, mm-hmm. you know, and like that's how people. some I guess in." In like Western culture, it like the tattoo thing has been more prevalent, and like you sometimes you wouldn't be able to. You can't define somebody like if they're gang affiliate off their tattoos anymore, really. uh, Only if you look at them in depth, you know. But you,
2: I can real recognize real foe. Yeah, yeah, like
1: I don't know, like (laughs) in some places that aren't. Popularizing tattoos, just like like the foreign foreign spots, like yeah. I guess it means something different. Like if you get, I don't know, if you have like tattoos, like like yakuza's for example, right? They have like the fucking, they have tattoos except for where they're. Where they have
2: they're, in like all the negative spaces yeah, where yeah, they can't the be negative seen. Negative
1: spaces stuff like that. I, I guess in different cultures it means different things for 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 different people. Um, and here it's becoming more acceptable, which is which is tight. I think like if you if you wanna look the way that you look, get what you wanna wanna get. Um it just you know be careful in certain in certain spaces and like with certain people. Mm-hmm. You know, because tattoos are sometimes earned for sure.
0: Yeah, yes. that makes sense.
2: My dad's MySpace uh what is it called? MySpace quote? Is that what it was? Like a quote or it was like your Your headline or whatever It was, it was oh, I'm tattooed yeah, And I'll wow. beat your ass <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's
2: so tight Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah okay. It's so it's fucking lame right. <laughs> Yeah I love it It's funny It's yeah. hard as fuck dude. Yeah And then so when I saw his Just I changed mine Just song
0: to... playing too and you look at it You're like damn he had, Johnny, he had Johnny Cash He
2: had Johnny Cash Ring of Fire on his oh, uh, MySpace That's dude. hard I remember that That's, that's hard as
0: fun. fuck dun, dun,
2: dun, 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 dun. I wrote Uh and then I changed mine to, uh, I don't have tattoos, and my dad beats my ass. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: oh, my God. Man, MySpace, dude.
1: Yeah, dude. MySpace was uh, MySpace was the first time I learned coding, like, super in-depth. Right? Yeah. yeah. You had to, like, hey, you I was took, so like, an intro. That. Yeah. <laughs> it it took just, like, learnt, like having all the sub boxes for, like... I had, like, different categories, like, in each different category, I would, like... Show, like, examples of, like, the the movies and the pictures and the music that I like. It was, like, My Chemical Romance, Panic at the Disco, <laughs> Taking Back Sunday. And, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You Hell could show yeah. the
2: pictures. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you had your top eight. Or... Top eight. I made yeah. mine top four. So it was top eight. You couldn't control it. It was a random generator. And then you could start controlling it. And then when you once you started controlling it, oh, yeah. dude, it was... It was, I don't know why that was a function. It was game over because now you're picking and choosing, and I was on nobody's top eight except for one person's once. And I think it was like kind of like a pity thing or whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know what I did? (laughs) So check out what I did. I had my MySpace, and then I made eight more emails and then eight more MySpaces and uploaded my picture. No, 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 no. I made. A top eight of just me. So my top eight was just different MySpaces of myself. So I had nine MySpaces at <laughs> the So I could, it was a joke. And, and every time it,
1: you'd click on the other game, it'd be, like, you again. It would be,
2: yeah, it was an endless. It was an inception of my Myspaces. So, yeah, exactly. So, like, you would click on the first one of my Top 8, and it'd be me. And then you would see another Top 8, and it would be me again. And it was just all these. But it was different Myspaces. Like, I decorated them differently. So I had nine Myspaces. Wow. Jesus Christ. That's a... Yeah, it was a That's lot. A lot. It <laughs> was just so of so charging
0: much. people. You'd be like, yo, I can set your MySpace up in like three minutes. Oh, bro. Dude, my <laughs> dad
1: was so haggard about MySpace because you had to be 13 to have a MySpace, right? That's uh-huh. what I said on like the terms and conditions. And I had, yeah, seriously. I didn't know and, that. Uh, 13 or 14. And then my dad found out that I had a MySpace and he was he was not a good guy around that time when I was younger. And he was all like, you know, you're not allowed to have a MySpace. You're only 11 you have to wait And i was like all right for sure for sure uh, cuz i didn't want him to be my wait, ass bro. Yeah. i was like you win on this one i log and out fam sorry i did i did it secretly and then he oh, found damn. out and then he was all like oh well you know what this is what i'm going to do he messaged tom he's like you need to he he was like yeah he messaged tom he was like you need to delete my son's <laughs> space holy shit yeah, yeah.
2: tom was like hey sorry fool bro." bro.
1: tom was like like big chill i get 50 of these messages a day dude. know yeah. <laughs> and then the fucked up part you is know, that I waited I waited two years to get a MySpace again and then I finally I was like I was like 13 I was like yeah okay and the first thing I did was start a MySpace my dad was all like he found out again he's like I still don't allow you to have a MySpace and then Damn, dude. I, did, I didn't know how to handle it so I just I guess I just fucking was off it <laughs> but,
0: MySpace yeah. bro
1: MySpace dude <laughs> It's kind of I feel like there's like a need to come back to that very basic like platform like
0: Yeah, app. where you just you don't it, it wasn't interacting. It was just only like basically you would take away everything on Instagram except for your page and your story and you just put it out there and then no one can like Mm-hmm. No, you no could comment like, on stuff. Cool. There was oh, that yeah, board could of comments. Comment message and stuff. Yeah, uh, no, that, sure that was
2: about. what was cool about it—that mm-hmm. you would just post something and then people would write back, and it, there'd be like threads of conversations.
0: Because it's kind of like Clubhouse is now. I don't know right? what that is. It's like a new. I'm not. I. It's. It's invite only. It's audio only. I think. And there's like invite? just boards you can join that Whoa. people just like discuss stuff on, and you can just hop in and listen.
2: Oh. Yeah. Do you and hey, speak? I have to pee. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, okay. Go
0: for it, dude. Go pee, bro.
1: Do you do you think that Instagram is on its way out? Do you think it's a dying platform? I no? think
0: I think that there's gonna be like a emerging of because Reels is trash.
1: I don't know what Reels is.
0: Reels is like Instagram's TikTok. Have you, you can Insta- wait. It's, it's in Instagram.
1: It's Instagram. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I yeah. Got it's you. like, I got it's you, like
0: the TikTok basically of of Instagram, but it's garbage and. I think that eventually TikTok is going to create something like TikTok and Instagram Instagram. together somehow. Okay, so that's
1: that's the second thing I want to say is like I think that the the next big platform or is the big platform is TikTok.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Dude, I... I
1: I haven't been on that wave yet, but...
0: You, like, I think you would do great on it because you already post kind of like short clip type of stuff on Mm -hmm. your Instagram. Yeah. And the other day... I posted a video of me just, somebody gave me like holiday edition white uh, Bud Light seltzers at my job because yeah. like, they didn't want them. <laughs> yeah. What's a holiday they're edition? they're fucking disgusting, dude. They're like cherries. So it was cranberry, apple crisp, ginger snap, and peppermint patty. Oh, that sounds gross. Seltzers. Yeah. So I like made a video of me chugging the peppermint one because I was just, you know, like whatever, like this sucks. And I put it up there and it got like 1,300 views like that. Wait, uh, what? And that's more than anything I've ever gotten posted. On Instagram?
2: On TikTok. Oh, on TikTok. I, I don't like, understand the of I put a tool. video
0: up, like all my joke clips, all the stuff I've tried to make, doesn't get anywhere near, and then the I make thing. a little thing that's random, and it's like, boom, here, and then a bunch of people follow me, there's like comments, I'm like... Dude, like I just that's so I just chugged a fucking disgusting yeah. uh drink and was like ah oh, and then people loved that.
1: I remember my um when I was converting from Instagram like from Facebook to Instagram mm-hmm. because like uh, Facebook was like a dying I, at one point was a dying platform but I I'm always kind of like skeptical when I start to like go into a different platform. Yeah, I remember thinking like why the fuck would I have an Instagram when I can post pictures on Facebook? Why would I have a Twitter if I can post statuses on Facebook and blah blah blah? Mm-hmm. I was like, these are just like little things of Facebook that are the main focus for these platforms. But I do remember posting a picture on on um, Facebook and it got like 58 likes or whatever and I was like, okay, that's like, a, like that's a decent amount of likes. But when I first I posted the same picture on Instagram and it got like like a hundred likes right off the bat and thinking like, well, that's like, that's, it's, it got, it got more views and likes, um, as I was transitioning from those two platforms. Mm -hmm. And I, and then I started to notice that Instagram was becoming more of like the popular thing. And people are more on that. I don't even use Facebook at all anymore. I I deleted it. All my.
0: It's connected to my Instagram. Mm. So it's like Mm. I just post, and then Mm. it goes onto the Facebook page. I don't like, I'm not like going onto Facebook to post on there too, you know? It's Mm kind of just like whenever I do one, it does the other. Same with like um, certain stuff on Twitter. You can like post Facebook, and then it'll also go to Twitter or like a YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like you can share. It's cool just how everything is cross-platformed. It also (laughs) just
1: means like they fucking own your ass too pretty much yeah
0: i mean (laughs) uh but yeah it's nice to it's nice to be able to because you know certain people are only using one or they're only using the other Mm. so you kind of have to be on all of them if you want to like really push what you're trying to if you're you're trying to put out stuff and really like create and like get people to follow you so
1: that that shit gives me fucking anxiety like to have all have like, Instagram already gives me fucking anxiety Dude. just because there's so much fucking information. And, like, yeah. what I decide to post is very, like, sometimes it can be very tactical. But also it's, like, sometimes it could be, like, a crime of passion or something like that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I just know that in these times, everybody has something to say about everything. So it's, like...
0: I mean, yeah, look at us right now. Mm-hmm, like. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And I have, like, a separate social media for this than my personal ones Mm -hmm. so I'm going back and forth between them uh, all the time and Mm -hmm. yeah it's sometimes it's just like dude
1: yeah I'm trying that's why I'm trying to make like that's why I like to have like all my shit solidified into Mm -hmm. one in one social network that way I don't have to like have they go in between everything and have anxiety between that because I just know how my mind works yeah
0: you'd want to curate each one to be its own thing and that just takes that much more time and yeah, yeah. all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's weird too though, because you know, if you have something and you don't put it out there, like no one will know about it really. Yeah. Unless you're, unless you're like doing word of mouth is your thing and you're just going around handing stuff out. But people are going to be like, oh, get do really phone don't, bro. <laughs> I really,
1: really don't know what the next step for me is when it comes to like, um, trying to show people or pushing my art or pushing my videos or music or something. I, I, I feel like I'm in like it's kind of like a point in life where I just like kind of want to take a break and give up on all, on a lot of it because it can be like in, exhausting and um, mm-hmm. but, but I don't, I don't know. know why I'm like I think it's maybe just like a up and down phase right now for me. Like I'm not really sure what what I'm doing with my social media at all. You know like I haven't been very. Uh, I haven't been very consistent with it, and I have like such a weird relationship with it right now.
0: Um, yeah, it is. That's a good. That's a good point because. I don't know how you feel about it because you guys both kind of post, like different, like a like a spectrum of stuff. You know, there's, and I always get caught up in like t- having my stuff kind of look or mirror like what everybody else is kind of doing and like (laughs) trending wise, like like, just like, uh, like how is this podcast promoting its stuff? How is this comedian like posting their, like what they do or I don't know. I just try to look at that because it's like, okay, well they're getting a lot of, uh, attention, but also it's because they're they're They are them. Mm-hmm. you know and so yeah. i kind of wonder this brings us back to what we were talking about at the beginning too you know you wonder how much of uh how much of it is real like and then how much of it is uh just like like social media is also just like highlighting the the highlights the best parts it's all mm. like manufactured it's not like no one posts just like the low points um or like the like bad shit you know yeah. like it's always just positive and the. Uh, like I had a, I was trying to write this joke a while ago. It's like you can tell, you can measure somebody's depression cycles by their Instagram posts. Oh yeah, um, definitely. Because you can just like see like happy, happy a month, of happy, 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 happy. You're like, okay, that person went yeah. through some shit last month. <laughs> like you can no, just that's, <laughs> that's so real.
1: That's so real. When you're on the up and up, you post a lot. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're creating, you're you're creating art, you're making videos, blah blah blah, and like your your energy is exuded through your posts. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like with me right now, it's like, I'm going through kind of like a dry spell of stuff because I have content, but I'm not like right now. I'm like, just like, is anybody, is anybody really listening or does anybody even really fucking care? And like, if even if they do or they don't, why the fuck do I care? You know, because it used to be like, I make content for myself and then when I was really doing well on Instagram, I would make content solely for myself and post it up with like the idea that no one is gonna care or watch it anyway, and they would do well. But now that I, I feel like my my energy's a little bit different and jaded, and like I find myself like calculating really like what I decide to post up on on my Instagram. And it shouldn't be that way. Like mm-hmm. it's it it's put it puts you in kind of like a box. Um and it it really limits your expression. And like I don't know, like that's yeah. also what I'm dealing with, like my own anxieties and stuff.
2: You know, um uh what you're saying how like, Oh, people are posting and then there's a month where they're not posting. And you're like, Oh, maybe they're going through some shit also too, like when people are posting a lot, you're like, Oh, this is like someone they're going through something and like,
0: like they're kind of sharing, sharing it.
2: No, no. Like, like people post like, like, like I know like when I'm like feeling good and like healthy, I actually am just not on Instagram as much. Mm. Okay. So it could like be like, oh, I was gone for a second, and I'm like, yeah, because I was kind of just living life like without feeling like, oh, I should post this, like you know. Um, Interesting. Okay. And then sometimes I don't. It all it all changes for me.
1: Well, you actually you went through a whole couple like two or three years without having Instagram at all, right? Yeah,
2: I went for a really long time without having it, and then I just yeah, and then I just made it because when I first started doing stand up people were like, do you have a Facebook? And I was like, no. And they're like, you need to have a Facebook Mm -hmm. because that's how you find out about mics and how people contact you. So I made a Facebook and then I was like, I don't like the way Facebook works. Uh, I just didn't like it. And then some people would ask for my Instagram. So I made one and then I was like, Oh, you really do have to have a Facebook to find out about mics and communicate with like bookers and stuff because like, yeah, in Chicago, when I was getting booked for shows, it was all through um, Facebook DMs. Through, Facebook DMs, exactly. It's weird. It's it like, so
1: weird. That has that has to like. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, oh yeah, go ahead, just, go ahead. just
2: a, you can. All, they are. There's also like other avenues to like not have to use Facebook, but it's just much easier. Like Chicago had um, Chicago comedy.com and there's a thread on there that'll post like all the open mics in Chicago okay. and like Monday through Sunday mm-hmm. and uh, so you could use that but then there's some that are on Facebook that they don't update on that website and then there's some on that website that they don't put on Facebook yeah. Yeah. so you kind of have to have them all and it's rare that you find that stuff through Instagram like people aren't really yeah. it's, I, w- I think I, yeah, I that,
1: don't have the message
0: boards I think yeah. that plays to Uh, people's understanding of social media and ability to use it. Facebook's probably one of the oldest ones. And uh, older people that aren't tech savvy know how to use their Facebook page, Mm -hmm. right? So like people that are doing comedy, especially like in the Bay Area, there's that Facebook page. And you notice there's like a lot of people, that's their primary where they go and where they post stuff is that Facebook page or on Facebook in general. Because like... I feel like it's the one where it's like I don't know how to say this. It's like a, uh, it's like Channel Four, right? Mm-hmm. It's, like it's like the news or some shit. Yeah, everybody's got it. Like everybody yeah. knows what it is. Everybody knows how to use it. It's like the most generic one. So it's kind of like, it's like the it's like internet. It's like the like, Yellow
2: Pages. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you remember when we did that mic in Morgan Hill and we didn't know that it was a clean mic? And I went up, and this is like when I first started doing comedy, and like it's material I wouldn't do now, but it was all like my dick, pussy, like bleh, like it was gross. <laughs> you, yeah, it was, it was, dude, it, was, it, was it was dumb. I didn't know it wasn't clean either. I didn't, yeah, I we, yeah, we something. all.
0: I didn't say stuff. Like-
2: <laughs> I had a joke about I how, used, like, how I'm bad at like eating out, girls, uh, uh-huh. and yeah. I yeah. used the word pussy, and then I had a joke about something and i said dick mm-hmm. and then i had a joke about my uncle dying and like all this stuff and, and it's embarrassing material about, like, like i would i'm not even gonna repeat we were like
0: doing it what yeah the joke about jerking off
2: too. oh yeah and i had a were, joke like... about early
1: stages buddy <laughs> i know the
2: best, Dude, the best
0: part. part we're sitting in the back and like <laughs> there's just like a mom
2: <laughs> and she just has like it's at a brewery. So I there was like and I That's weird. And I didn't know that there was kids there.
3: I didn't know that there was kids there. there,
1: was kids there. And you were, dude, were you like in full game mode where you're like pacing back and forth. Yes, you're like full full energy, just (laughs) Just big ass like. oh, that's so great. That's awesome. I don't
2: do that anymore either. I can't. I fucking.
1: Yo,
0: fuck, man. So
2: stupid, dude. I'm like, how did people think I was funny? Because it was funny. It was a personality that
0: was funny for me because it was. It was just. <laughs> Everybody expecting one thing and you going up and just not doing that.
2: Oh <laughs> no. And you know what's so sad is I did it with so much confidence. Like, I just, that's what's funny. That's what makes it funny. I guess, well, that's, yeah. that's You're just like failing, their... but you're failing. But it's like, it's not what I want to be. I mean, no, I wasn't failing. People were laughing. Like, I that's mean, what's like, I mean, I'm fa- I'm failing in retrospect. Like, that is not a move that I want to, like, that I'll ever, yeah, like. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, the sad thing, though, is, the sad, and I'm glad that I learned. The sad thing, though, is that I did it with confidence. I did make some people laugh. And I could have kept on going in that, like, direction. Yeah. But I'm glad, like, I moved to Chicago. Because I was like this is like there are people that are like not talking about their dicks Like there are people that aren't like doing this like I was just doing too much Like I was so desperate for a laugh But anyway my point is so we did this mic It was a clean mic I did a not clean set The guy gets upset And I was like I had no idea it was a clean mic man And he was like it says on the flyer I was like I didn't get a flyer Like I I didn't get a flyer Like blah blah blah
0: I didn't see it on there either. Yeah,
2: yeah. And so, and then he was like, I announced it. And then I was like, dude, no one could hear you because you had mic issues. Like at the beginning, yeah, there's yeah, like, yeah. it was like, no one heard him. No one yeah. saw the light. Like guys ran the light multiple times. It was not set up well.
0: It wasn't very organized. It wasn't
2: very organized at all. And he got upset at me. And I apologized because I did feel bad. I wouldn't have broke the rule if I had known. Yeah. So anyway, because uh, you're talking about Facebook and the Bay Area comedy page, he posted about me he was like uh-huh. basically like look like that's fine if you want to he quoted you yeah he quoted.
0: He basically said all of us were kind of you know needed to be respectful which but, understandably we didn't know uh, but yeah he definitely quoted he quoted <laughs> he
2: quoted two of my bits and he was like and then he also wrote not even funny and then, oh, yeah, and, I, and he put it on the Bay Area comedy Network page. and like, and so I was like super embarrassed, and I was just like, "Dude, what the fuck? I ended up messaging him, and I was like, "Hey, man, like I didn't I didn't know. I'm so sorry. I apologize yeah. to you already. Like you shouldn't do this, like, you know, blah, blah blah. And then, like he apologized. He ended up taking it down, but before he took it down, I was so happy because tons of comics just ripped him a new one. They were like, why are their kids at a bar? You should be more concerned with the parents that are letting their kids be at a bar than this guy said. So like everyone had my back, but I am he didn't post my name or anything, which was like nice, but I did apologize. But then like, but I also like was like, dude, you're dick for doing this. But then he posted later and he was like, he was like, hey, guys, just want to clear everything up. The comic apologized to me. And I was just like... Oh, no. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, dude, what the fuck? What a scapegoat. Yeah. I'm glad that he didn't like use my name or anything, though. Yeah. yeah. That but that cool. was a fun day.
0: Yeah, it was It was fun to watch you basically destroy something. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what happened. Yeah. I don't think that Mike went after that, honestly. I think no, it, it didn't. The guy, yeah, the, it was the only <laughs> time it happened. So my dad... My
2: dad <laughs> So my dad knew the owner because my dad did the, uh, he built the building because my dad does construction. Yeah. He didn't build the building. He built the foundation. But uh, uh, my dad was like, yeah, like he ended up talking to the owner. He's like, I didn't tell him you were my son, but he was like upset, but he wasn't upset at me. He was upset at the guy that put the, the guy, mic together. Yeah. So he told the guy, he was like, no, like, you, can't you know, do this anymore. yeah, you can't do this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that is so That's funny though. Yeah. But
1: not... So, are you saying that, like, um, open my... <laughs> I, I love by the way, I loved your comedy before you, you moved to Chicago. I, don't, I haven't seen how it changed except for it's that way, way. better. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's it is better. Yeah. I thought, yeah. I, I mean, I thought you were more sub... like the only time I saw you was at the comedians' car spot, um, but you were definitely more subdued. But I thought it was only because the environment caused you to be that way. You know, <laughs> you know? I
0: think before you moved, you were really just. Like there was wow. a couple times where you went up there and you were just being so loud and so like, like those times we went to Niles and oh, you were like, "Stop fool!" And you just like <laughs> <I> <laughs> you love, did I that the whole bit. time you're up on stage. shit made me laugh bit. so hard. You had like a
1: you had that bit about your grandma and like I thought oh, that yeah. shit was so funny. I thought it was hilarious. And I was thinking about like I was, I've been talking to you about it it is like. When you are in Salinas and you're at the the like the what's the, the what, public, one, public house, house yeah, in yeah, Salinas, yeah. right? Those are like the people that you grew like, well, not people that you grew up around, but yeah, no, like, they are
2: people I grew up okay, around. Okay. Yeah. Then, mm-hmm.
1: There you go. I mean, like it's the people that you know that you kind of. Uh,
2: well, I told Michael I do so well there because I feel just absolutely comfortable there. Yeah. Like I like, I mean, I, dude, and also I. M- that like my family comes out like a good chunk of when I'm there yeah. is like my family. So it's like, I'm cheating when I'm there. I have like, <laughs> you know, it's my, yeah he's team. not
0: funny guys. Don't believe
2: him. <laughs> yeah, but, but <laughs> it. Is, like, you know what I mean though? Like, it's like, it's like, it's people that already think that I'm funny. No, like I'm just I don't te- have I to, no, but, no, but again, I'm being bro. serious. though. I'm being serious. I do well there because I, because I don't have to convince people that I'm funny while I'm, Trying to be funny I already know that like the last show that I did at Public House uh, I had about 30 People there which is a good chunk Mm -hmm. You know and uh, Like I have 10 family members And they all brought somebody you know And like plus like friends And so I have 30 people that I already know think that I'm funny Mm -hmm. so that already takes A notch of pressure down Mm -hmm. you know And so like You know it's like your, your your mom thinks you're the fucking best. Like, I kind of
1: like, po- I, I want to make the point that...
2: I'm just trying to say you, to everyone, I am not funny. <laughs> I know.
1: Pretty
3: much. <laughs> it's <funny>. it's
2: <laughs> us that you are
1: not funny. Pretty much
0: Gabriel's like, guys, don't say that about me. <laughs> I, I wanna My family the was there, that, okay? It wasn't real. Yeah, it's <laughs> like. Since you're in
1: Salinas, right? You're in Salinas and you're at the public house and you are comfortable with the people there. But I, th- I feel like when you make... When you made those jokes about like uh, y- your grandma or your, or your uncle being in prison or all like those are jokes that those like that 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 type of community can relate to. Yeah, because I mean, they all maybe, have
2: grandmas and uncles in prison. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. what it's
1: just like well, like if you were like to be like, hey, what's a fool like somewhere in like I don't know, let's say like Nashville, they're like, they're like, they're like, what is? What are you talking what's about? What's a like, fool? <laughs> I feel like those jokes work there because yeah. the people understood your personality a little.
2: Also, bit. Also, the people there are not that smart. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that dude? i kidding. Kid? I'm just Remember kidding. that guy that you heckled you? Though, yeah, like, that was like, fun. That was fun, like,
0: bro. You don't even know how to count. <laughs>
1: So you about the heckler, dude? No, that was another.
2: That was another. You're, oh, okay. You're talking about someone else. We did this show and I just hosted yeah, it. Yeah. And uh, so he was like, he was heckling this. Yeah, yeah. Shout out his, like, his elementary. Yeah. He, yeah what? Like, what? Dude, it was so funny. So this guy was, so funny. So guy was heckling, and Katie, this comedian, was up and he like interrupted her. And she was doing a joke about dating older men. Uh-huh. And so, like, he was interrupting. So she tried to like crowd work you know and she was yeah. like how old are you and he goes it doesn't even matter and and like yeah and then dude, like so and she, dude, it she it bummed her out she just gave up like yeah. um, oh, like man. you know like she, like she was just like whatever like i'm done basically like and it, like fucking it's hard to like get back on track and he just Especially
0: goes there's these people who just shout shit like yeah that and in he just shut house.
2: her down and so like i go up to host the next comic or whatever and i was like Hey, uh, yeah, I was, I was like, like, I said, what did I say? I was like, oh, I was like, I like how the fool in the back says it doesn't even matter. I said, that's what people say when they don't know how to read. <laughs> and then, yeah, 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 yeah. And that, then yeah, I, yeah. I was like, that fool doesn't know how to count. She was like, how old are you? And he's like, it doesn't even matter. <laughs> and I went in on him, and I was like, I bet you were the kid in elementary school who couldn't solve a problem, and instead of trying to figure it out, you just got, you just said it do doesn't do even matter. matter and walked <laughs> out. And then when I said that, he goes, yeah, Littlewood Elementary School, fool. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, did you just try to threaten me with your elementary school? Are you going to get a bunch of fifth graders in here? And we're back and forth. Dude, I had everyone like laughing.
0: I was at, laying in at bench. him, dude. I was, I was. Sometimes I was, you was, have to be vicious. It, it, felt so like, it felt so good. It felt so. I
1: like Bill Burr type, like fucking a, a heckler attack. Oh, right. it felt
0: so good. Those are my favorite moments, though, at Public House, where like a dude would say some shit, and then like the comic would address it, or like when that girl wouldn't be quiet all night. Were you there for that?
2: Seth? I heard about this. Yeah. <sighs> I was in Chicago at the time. This girl would
0: not be quiet all night. And I kept asking her, and I was like, being polite, somebody else asked her too, and then I got on stage, and she was still talking, and I was like, okay. (laughs) I don't know why people go to the comics. The vibe is changing now. Like, I was like, now that I got the mic, and I walked over to her, and just basically, I mean, I'm not going to repeat what I said, but I said some stuff that uh, the comics liked, but the audience was like. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I got him I want him back do you guys but... have to train for hecklers no do you like, like I mean you, it's just you, it's you get the to training to happen, right? from just like people heckling you like yeah. you just get like I've had that Mr. Clean guy was heckling me the whole oh, time oh like I got up and I like he kept adding tags to all my jokes that were like Bill Cosby things uh-huh. like he was like Jello o pudding pops and I was like come on dude yeah bro. he did that for that? Molly
2: too uh, he did that for a bunch of us he got up and you could see the video of me I'm like, I go look, and Dave I squared up, up I, like, I like, did. really did, yeah. Funny. And everyone, dude, I don't know what the fuck that was about. My family was like, look, you got scared, and I go, no, I got prepared. Like, and what, also, that guy, what? Was, what? that guy was,
0: that guy was huge, he was bro. humongous. The guy was so big. I, know. I was like, dude, I went up and told his wife, and his wife was like, yeah, we don't know what to do. And that's how you uh, know that that guy needs to get out. Well, his friend's his wife and his friend is like. We don't know what to do. We can't. His friends were embarrassed and left. You can't control them. It
1: sucks when it has to be that one person that just doesn't know what to do. Like, I mean, that one person that doesn't know when enough's enough. You know. Yeah. Um, and they just can't take social cues. They're act- well, they can take social cues, but their pride their doesn't emotions. let them. Yeah, let them g- like live it down. So I'm trying to think of, of a time I was heckled
2: in Chicago. That I don't know if I really was the way that I was in silliness. I got heckled a few times in Salinas. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Do you th- do you think it's like it's kind of like a harder, like when you were in Salinas, it was like a little bit more uh, nitty gritty than it, when it, than being doing comedy in Chicago.
3: No,
2: no. There's this mic in Chicago. It's called Trigger Warning. It's so fun. It's like you get in a circle... like all the seats are in a circle, so you get in the middle of the circle, and there's a like a DJ, I guess, and he has like buzzes and like sound effects and stuff and there's the host has his mic and they talk shit and the crowd heckles you while you do your Jesus. set so you have to be really really good and yeah, um, I've done good once there and like that's typically what people say like oh I've done good one time there like two times but the point is just to like be able to like it's like a confidence builder yeah. but it's like a bunch of like it's a predominantly like black mic too, and like black mm. people are so good at talking shit, dude. It's like yeah. you know, like it's like like I think like Mexican people and black like people five
1: in before you. Can
2: yeah, like own I, own. there's just something about like those two cultures where like we're like you they're, they're
1: know
2: they're quick, dude. Oh yeah, dude,
1: so, so quick with it. Yeah, like
2: but I, I feel Look like
1: you're
0: fucking, they just started tearing what, what, you're wearing, what you're wearing. Oh wearing yeah, man,
2: dude, or... for sure, like yeah, tearing up what you're like wearing for yeah. sure, like yeah, they make fun. Yeah, like, they, they make of you they you know but, you know, but you know you know you know though like it's funny because you're right like like black people are like sharp and witty when they're like talking shit and mexican people are though too but then you get that fool who just like says something that doesn't make sense like Everybody it doesn't that. even matter <laughs> you're like dude be good at this at yeah, yeah. least <laughs> be prepared yeah be, be good at this Be funny. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: He used to say that shit
2: so much. Be funny?
0: (laughs) He would just, we'd be all hanging out, right, at like Monterey or something. We'd be standing there. And somebody would be like, man, I don't know about this bit that I got. And then Gabriel would be like, dude, 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 just be funny, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And he would just say that to everybody. Like, oh, it's his thing. Like, it it was so funny because (laughs) they would be like, no, no, no. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. But like. Just be
2: funny though. Like, it's, good, it's good advice, buddy. Good advice. I think I would say it to like It is good ass advice. Yeah, I mean, it is. I, I say it to myself. It's so simple, dude. I say it to myself often. God, my girlfriend is so funny. She makes me feel like a fucking dump truck, dude. She is yeah. oh, she's hilarious. I cannot keep up with her. Um and she basically tells me the same thing. Like when like I'll say something and it won't land and then I'd be like fuck dude bombing in real life sucks
3: <laughs> like one time
2: we were at the beach and I said something that I thought was going to make her laugh and it just didn't and I go okay that's cool I'm just going to go murder myself now yeah, yeah. And she was just I'm like over here. No. she was like whoa that's too intense and I was like yep okay I bombed there too yeah, and yeah. like it was just a spiral of bombing and she goes <laughs> she, was like, she was like don't put so much just be funny and I was just like oh fuck I'm dating myself literally trying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Dude, bombing in real life sucks. Yeah. yeah. Like, vers- I'd much That's rather... That's my childhood, bro. What? My childhood. Bombing? Yeah.
0: Like, being, like, uh, over the top and, like, aggro, trying to be funny. Mm. And everybody misinterprets it, and then all of a sudden you got to start defending your point of view that you were just trying to be ridiculous with. Mm. That's, like, basically what I went... I didn't realize that until I got, like, a little older and, like, started... Uh, like realizing some stuff like oh i was just trying to like get people to laugh or get people to like Mm -hmm. think like i was going too hard in the ridiculous you know trying to be like lewis black or something like that but people are like what's wrong with you why are you so mad like it's like no no Yeah. i think you guys i i'm not getting this out right like i'm i think i'm doing one thing like we talked earlier like the narrative and the thing right like i was doing one thing and then in reality, people are like, this guy's mean. Like, well, it's confusing. No, I'm not even really passionate about this opinion. I just think it's funny to have it. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's confusing when you're a kid, though, too, because, you know, I mean, throughout not just when you're a kid throughout life, but when you're a kid, you don't know what is actually okay, what isn't okay, if someone's being too sensitive, if you're, being, if you're not being sensitive, like all these things. Like, you know, I got made fun of a lot, like in middle school and high school. And, yeah. like, in high school, I got made fun of for the way that I dressed a lot by, like, the Trollos and, like, you know, like, gangbanger mm-hmm. kind of, like, kids or whatever. And they would talk shit. And so, like, I had to learn how to – I wasn't going to fight them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had to learn how to talk shit back, you know. and And I got good at it. And like, and I was funny, like, you know, one homeboy would like talk shit and I'd say something like funny and like his other homeboys would laugh like, oh, this fool's clowning you. And they all turn on him and he gets embarrassed or whatever. And like, I'm like, okay, like I'm cool. Like I I can protect myself in that way. But Mm -hmm. then you go to your regular friends who aren't homeboys and they say something and you're like, yeah, fuck you, And You start like talking shit to them as if they're the homeboys that were making fun of you earlier. And they're like, whoa, like. You're, this is aggressive yeah this yeah. is aggressive and i'm like oh like you know i just thought that like
0: I, i'm trying to get the, yeah you're trying to get the same reaction out of I, your friends i have the same
1: problem with some of my fr- sometimes i'll like if if my friends will be like making fun of me i'll say something i'll tack back but it'll be a little bit too personal Dude. you know and then i'm just and then it's like i went for the throat right away yeah. and then they just like do like, like chill out i'm like fuck wolf. Like I just I
0: don't know man. <laughs> like, yeah, my girlfriend
2: recently like dude. hit me hard with something like personal that I was sharing with her, and I got super sensitive and then I realized I was like, oh, I'm being that like sensitive person when someone's just like joking with me, but I've done that with her too. one time she showed up to uh, my place and I told her she looked like a hip hop dancer, <laughs> and I thought it was really funny for some reason, and she was like, I'm dressed normal. How do I look like a hip hop dancer? and like
0: did you break it down? And <laughs> I,
2: I was like, I, I, yeah, that was perfect. Uh, but I just was like laughing. I was like, dude, you look like you're going to like bust out some cardboard right now. Just like, you know, going in on her because she had like Adidas sweatpants on and like a beanie. And You're she like, was like, yo, but she was like, "This is like when I the first met her too." She's like, "Chill out, like I'm wearing regular sweats, like you know." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "All right," I was like, "I'm sorry," and then I did the like break dance like this, and then she left. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh," I was like, "I feel like an idiot," but it was really funny to me for whatever Dude. reason. I've done those things. Yeah, and, like, she was, like, okay, like, I think I was being too sensitive. And I was, like, I was also, like, not respecting that you said. Misread the
1: situation. Yeah,
2: you know. But we've Mm -hmm. done that to each other back and forth. And, like, I like that I'm with somebody that, like, we could, like, if we do cross a line, we know that it's, like, you know, no big deal, you Mm -hmm. know. It's not on purpose. Yeah. 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 She she was, like, yeah, she's fucking, she's the man.
1: Yeah. Or you can go back and talk about it once you, like, hurt the other person's feelings. Because, like, that's that's one thing that I like about me and my lady is like when we do have an issue with each other, like I'm, I, I always have like a hard time talking, like talking to the person or like apologizing after, you mm-hmm. know, cause it's just like an awkward, yeah you know, conversation to have with anybody. But it's really nice to know that I, like I can have a partner when we do upset each other, like we can talk about it later, you know? And, um, community, yeah, that communication is c- like key in, I don't know. I'm trying to like find that with some, of, like some of my friends having having difficult conversations with your friends are like something that I have, to, like I try to avoid, you know. Mm-hmm. And um,
0: well, because I think sometimes the comments uh, are looked at on the surface instead of thinking about like they might actually be. This is their way of expressing something that they're they're feeling, and it's not it's not directed at me per se, or like it was it was just like an emotional reaction or, cause I've had, you know, friends and like you said, you say heated things in the moment and then afterwards you realize like, Oh man, it's just because I didn't, you know, it actually is my fault, didn't do this thing that hurt his feelings and then he didn't know how to tell me it hurt his feelings so I let it fester and then some other shit went down and all of a sudden my bro's yelling at me. I'm like, what the
1: fuck? Well, not even just like crazy, like not, it doesn't have to be like super heated. Like sometimes I get mad at my roommates for not doing their dishes, right? Or cleaning the kitchen and I'm somebody that keeps the kitchen extremely polished and tidy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't like having to clean up somebody other, like somebody else's shit before I start to get to my food. Mm-hmm. you know it's just like I it's a it's a shared space so it's like the other day I'd have a conversation with both of them and it was like I was kind of avoiding it all day but like in the in the morning I wanted to cook some breakfast but I couldn't do it because the kitchen was dirty so I had to clean up their shit before I did mine yeah and then it was bothering me all day but I was like okay you know you just clean their stuff you're not gonna talk about it but like it kept picking at me all day so eventually during like some point in the evening I was like I got both of them on the phone at the same time I was like yo I have to have a conversation with both of you about the kitchen Uh and in my head it was I was building it up to be like this big thing but in in actuality they're like completely um, they they understood you know yeah and it was like a less it was less of a difficult conversation than I thought it was and
0: those moments are so much more beneficial for both parties because like if if you let the person know they'd they probably just didn't realize that it was affecting you in that way right so once you let them know you they're like oh shit then you start to be thoughtful if it keeps happening keeps happening keeps happening then there's like a thing where you're like okay this person doesn't respect me now and that's like i've i mean i've lived with like i've been with roommates since i was like 18 i probably live with like fucking like 15 maybe more people now mm-hmm. and i've been on the receiving end of that stuff and i've also been in another position too and you guys probably like it's it's so crazy that like it just takes that one simple like hey man this keeps happening it's kind of upsetting like this is what i'm doing and it's affecting me this way mm-hmm. can we like work together to like not have it affect me and like i don't know it's uh
1: because then you start act, you can man. you can start acting passive aggressive too. i yeah. like that's not good for anybody.
0: Yeah. Then you start cleaning up only your stuff, right? And then there's like like why is everything else clean, but then there's this little carved out mess right here? And then there yeah. Yeah, it becomes like a more passive aggressive thing of of like, well, dude, like I sometimes do this for that person. Maybe you don't realize, you know, something on that end, and then. Yeah, dude, it's fucking communication. So weird.
1: These little things that we keep as mo as mo for like when we decide to have a confrontation for somebody is just like the worst way to go about like sharing spaces with Mm -hmm. other people or just having friendships. You know, there's like a lot of difficult conversations that I've been avoiding with my own friends and like I don't know why because once you let it fester. Like it's it becomes more of a it's it becomes a bigger deal than it's supposed to be, you know that yeah. distance and like that mm-hmm. like less of a com- like less of a communication can start to spiral into something that you 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 made yourself, you know.
0: Um, yeah, which is why I brought you guys here today. I just wanted to <laughs> let you guys both know that I'm extremely frustrated. I've <laughs> <laughs> been trying to do this for Week. weeks. Yeah, yeah. I've <laughs> been waiting and I'm documenting, documenting it. it like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, we've been going for about an hour and a half now, and uh, I think it's probably a good time for uh, us to wrap up the podcast. Okay, uh, cool. I feel like we could do this for probably three more hours or more. Um, but, like, I want to give you guys a chance right now to plug where people can follow you on the social media that we talked about uh, on, on a little bit ago. My
3: f-
2: you could text me uh, there. Every time. You- and, uh,
1: <laughs> I live with Gabe, so you can also reach me at that <laughs> number. He doesn't live with me. <laughs> but, or
2: Gabe Elviso <laughs> at Gmail. G-A-B-E-A-L-V-I-Z as in zebra, O, at gmail.com. <sighs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh- <laughs>
1: Every time, my time. Uh, yeah, my IG handle is Paul underscore Suniga, S U N I G A. Look me up. Hell yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks guys for doing this. Thanks for having us over today to do this. Appreciate it, man. Um, it's been really fun. Talked about a lot of shit. Uh, and I think the biggest takeaway from this is to understand the difference between reality as it exists and then as it exists in our heads. Yeah.
2: I think the biggest takeaway is to understand the difference between a fucking snake and a gecko. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. A snake and a
0: gecko. (laughs) For sure. And then (laughs) then Gabriel's funny. Make sure he is, dude. If you
1: (laughs) want to be funny, just be funny. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right. All right.